Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Liquor Talk Podcast, which starts right now. Welcome on, welcome everybody to another edition of Liquor Talk. I'm your man, Victor, podcast out of Florida. Y'all already know I'm on a drink. And tonight, I got a business owner, I got a model, an artist all in one. He's hailing out of Virginia. It's the man, my dog, Alfonso Lays. Um, the, he's the owner of the Porn Bread Incorporated Corporation, and he's also Louis the model. How you doing, my brother? Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, man, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you for um coming on. Your manager, she has been persistent with getting you on here, man. I definitely shout out to your manager. She has been persistent in um us linking up and stuff. Yeah, man, it's uh it's a blessing to have you know a co-owner slash manager because when I'm being talent, she's managing, you know. So that's how it works. That's real. That's real. So what got you into the industry? Uh, I was modeling at first, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I've always been a music artist, but um, I was modeling. And then um, I met Sarah Mobila. Everybody knows her as Pinky at a fashion show. Um, we had a short conversation. Things build from there. And then, you know, that that was like, you know, she hooked me up with a guy who was a videographer. You know, it took a little bit of time, but after my first shoot, everything was a go. And then I just started building it from there because, you know, her thing was independency. Don't let nobody control your product. Always have, you know, your own thing, you know. But at first, I had to learn from somebody and then, you know what I'm saying, build it from there. That's real. That's real. Shout out to Pinky for teaching and stuff. So what are, so what are some things that you learned from her that not many people would have ever guessed that you would have learned? Being independent. Being independent is a big thing. I mean, like I was always I was always independent with the music, but with the music, it was a little different because I didn't think the music industry and the adult entertainment industry were the same. Hmm. Yeah, so what are some like some major differences of between the music industry and the adult industry? Uh it's the connections, it's the people. It's it's literally, man, you just have to know your network and you have to build it. Because if you don't build it from the ground up, it'll never grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it, 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 it it's kind of like when you first start playing basketball in a neighborhood and you don't know, you know, they don't want to pick you up because the starting fives are already picked. Until one day you get on the court and you put that work in and they go, oh, yo, he nice. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, 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 it always builds from one thing. You have to build it from the ground up. And I mean, at first it was really tough to get, you know, other performers to want to work with me. But once you start staying consistent and building it, once you build it from the ground up, it gets better. Yes, that's definitely a fact. I can definitely attest to that, um, building it from the ground up and also having that vision and sticking with it. I can I definitely agree with you there. So what made you say, I want to, I want to, um, because I know you said you start off in music first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what made you pivot away from music? Or do you, I know you still do music, but what made you say I'm going to pivot outside of music? Well, I mean, I was always, you know, I mean, you know how you, you know how it is when you in high school. You know how to put it on. Yep. Come on, man. You That's know how true. to put it on. You know how to put it on. You always had them, them couple of four, five good fits that you knew. Gotta do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta do it. So even 
when I was in school, I'd always felt like, yo, man, I had swag. And then, you know, the pretty girls like a motherfucker who can dress. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. with them liking the new, you know what I mean? You got to put it together. A lot of people don't understand. Once you put it together, you put it together. <laughs> now we yes. got a guest star. All right, boy. Get down. Yes. <laughs> get down. Sit down. Sit, sit down. Thank you. Yeah, but that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? I had put it together. And then I started doing fashion shows. And once I started doing fashion shows, I felt like, you know, putting the music and the fashion together would always be good. I didn't know that I was going to get into the other side of the game until, you know, I met a chick that during the whole time I was in the Navy, you know what it was going, you know what was going down. Mm -hmm. Come on now. You know how these, yep. everybody always say, nah, man, it don't happen like that. It happens like that. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes people definitely have ulterior motives and, you know what I'm saying? You don't really want to know, you know. Um, also, shout out to you for being a veteran of the Navy. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate everybody that goes and does a tour service, you know? Yeah, man. I, I, I 2002 all the way until 13, man. I did 11 years. And um, I'll say to anybody who believes in patriotism and pride, you know, you got to have pride and faith in something. And if you don't, you'll go there. They'll give you something to fight for believe that that's real so what was it so so how have you incorporated your experience in the military into how did you take that with you into running your business and also being a model and also being an um, artist standards standards principles and beliefs um you know we have this thing it's called honor courage and commitment I have yes. the honor to believe that I can do it. I have the courage to go out there and do it. I'm committed to finishing anything I start. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's real. That's real. So what's something about the music industry that you you hope to change, that you hope that would just change, that you see is this, it's just fucked up? Honestly, the, the, the music industry is far too gone. I'm, I'm just... Let's let's be real. So for all the people that's watching, the music industry is far too gone. What the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000 people, what we remember, we will never get it back. Music used to be three verses. Now it's two. Sooner or later, it's going to turn into commercial songs. They're going to be only like 15, 40 seconds. That that it's we're going we're transitioning that way we're go, we're getting shorter because of attention span nobody's attention span is long enough anymore due to the fact that social media has created a right now this minute gotta have it attitude this microwave yes that that's definitely true it definitely is the microwave generation but you think the song is gonna go down to the to, to the length of a damn TikTok clip I I, I think we're we're trending that way. That's the actual way that we're pushing ourselves as far as people. I mean, like, not our generation. Our generation, the 80s babies, we stuck to what we stuck to. A lot of us don't even listen to this new stuff. We still bumping 90s UGK and early 2000s, 50 Cent. We still bumping yeah, yeah. Hot Boys and Scarface and all of the H-Town music. We still bumping stuff from back then because the stuff that we hear now is like, what? 
I didn't understand shit. You know what? Hell yeah. I'm like, like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, and then we've gotten to the point, even our generation has gotten to the point where we're tone deaf to that music. It doesn't even, it doesn't, we can't vibe with it. They might use our remedies. They might use the old school beats. They might use the old school sounds to try to bring it back. But we're so used to bars, structure, being able to understand it that now we've become so tone deaf to it that even when our kids play it and when we're listening to it, the first thing we say in our mind, cut that shit off. I don't understand yeah. nothing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, even even though I'm just like, even I, I see somebody like Outcast tease, I'm like, oh shit, Outcast come back? I'm like, you'll get excited, you know what I'm saying, when it's some artists we grew up with. But now I'm like, who the hell are these people? And what's bad is one of my other fellas is like, he, he straight up called one artist a damn industry plant. I'm like, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, think I mean, when the music, when the music is like, you know, the light skinned girl with the curly hair, I don't speak names due to the fact that I don't want to give them no push, no pub. Facts. That's one thing I don't do. But the, 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 the red bone with the curly Sue looking, she looks like, she looks like curly Sue for one. The body was paid for, for two. Yeah, who body ain't paid for shit. But but that's what I'm saying. I mean, people are people believe in fictitious things. I mean, like if you look at the way some of these people hunt down celebrities, come on, man, you should be living your life. I I have two quotes, right? So I have B O A T. B O A T mm -hmm. means the best of all time, because you can be the best of all time. And then I go, C-O-A-T, you can either be the best of all time or the coldest of all time. You make your choice. Which mm -hmm. one you going to be? You can be both because trying to be the greatest of all time, you're trying to mimic someone else. Or you're trying to create something that's never been created. But you can always be the best because you prove yourself to be that. You prove yourself to be the coldest. I mean, come on now, how many times... Yes. Back in the day when you was in high school and somebody was beating on the lunch table and somebody had them bars and they knew they was the cold. Hell yeah. They knew they was the cold. When he came in, everybody like, yo, bro, he, he had lunch today, bro. He got the bars. Yeah. It's so, funny you know who they are, but then years later you see them, you're back in your city and you see them and they just, they ain't really doing, they, they waste their potential. I'm like, don't that, I don't know if you ever saw that, like people you like came up with, you, you saying to yourself, they got a lot of potential, but then they just don't use that potential. Well, this is how I believe. I believe that in this timeline, they didn't stand up to the potential because they didn't push themselves in this timeline. Hello. And I mean, like, we don't know what happened in that person's life because that's their timeline. Whatever their timeline is consisted of, they probably had, you know, life gets in the way of life and sometimes. Yeah, that, storms is real. Cool. Them storms get real. And I mean, like, one storm can happen. and You can walk out the room and be like, I had the raincoat for that one. But now it's a hurricane and that you wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, that's so, true. However, know. sometimes, but what defines somebody is, are you going to just um, bow down and let the hurricane win? Or are you going to say, fuck that and keep pushing through the hurricane? Because I'm, I'm in Florida. I drive through hurricanes. You exactly. Know and and, and know, I mean, so. like, 
people ask me, I'm originally from Milwaukee. I drive in the snow. It's niggas that scared of two sec, two little small inches of snow. They oh, oh shit, I'm gonna crash everything. It's like, bro, you can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know what I'm saying. It it's it's David it's David against Goliath at all times. You are always in a state of protection mode, and there's always adversity within life that you challenge. So in your personal timeline, can you beat these challenges that are put in front of you? Can you beat these adversities? I mean, it's a lot of cats that went to college and never finished. Like I said, I'm a military dude. You don't start it to never finish. Everything you start, you better finish. Yes. You better finish. Yes. You better finish because I even had people encourage me back when I was in college. Like, they said they ain't going to give a damn how long it took you. They What matters is you finish. So, yes, kudos to that. You better finish whatever you start. You damn sure yeah. better finish. So how did you get from Virginia, from Milwaukee? Because that's like two totally different worlds. <laughs> so uh, when I joined the military, I got stationed down here in Virginia. And um, – I was fortunate enough that when I got stationed down here, I've been here for a little bit of time and um, I've created my own people down here. So with me creating my own people down here, I wasn't stuck. I was obligated and I was dedicated to seeing the mission all the way through. All three have to at least be 18 and graduate high school. All three. Mm -hmm. So all three of my kids, you know, as soon as they all turn 18 and they all walk that stage, my mission is to transition somewhere else and start the second part of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, congrats on that. Um, that's the accomplishment itself, having all three of your kids graduate high school and they go on live lives because you got some parents that they just, they don't give a damn, you know? Hey, you know where it goes. As, as long as the child support money coming in, she good. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because you see a lot of relationships they're faltering and stuff. And then you see these amounts of child support. And I was watching some um, Stephen A. Smith that said, he said, the court system need to be justified. Like, what's your take on that? Because it's like, I see how much people have to pay in child support. They're probably paying like 40 and 50K in child support. I'm like, that kid costs that much? So my personal opinion on that, and, and this is no bias, it's already a government funded system. They're just double backing and reaching in everybody's pockets because that system was already put in place. That system was put in place back in the seventies to get the men out of the house anyway. So yes. once it was put in place and they started doing their thing, they just kept refining it and retuning it to now it is pretty much out of bounds, man. It's crazy. It's, it's a rat race now. You know what I'm saying? It's a race to, it's a race to the bread. That's what we call it. It's not even about being 18 no more. It's not about raising a child and co-parenting and raising them together. It's about the race to see who can get to fastest money. That's why you see a lot of certain women with certain basketball players, certain this, certain that, because their whole agenda is, I need a guaranteed check where I don't have to work. Yeah, and it's like, and my logic, my thinking is this, like, can these NBA guys or these guys with money pick up on that, like, can't you just pick up on if somebody's just in it for the money or are they really in it for you? The allure of passion is one of those things where you can't beat it. You can't beat the allure of passion, man. The yeah. allure of passion is one of those things that you cannot beat. It, and, and that's the same in our industry. There are some 
when I say some beautiful women, man, look, the allure of attraction, the allure of passion. I've had the opportunity to work with some good ones. And I'm going to have the opportunities coming forward to work with some great ones. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree with you, the allure of passion, because I had interviewed a couple of porn stars on Liquor Talk, and I was like, wow, it, like this one chick, um, had do some Marie, um, um, I think that's the name. And she was on episode 160 of Look She was, I look, I checked her, I'm like, damn, she's beautiful. And then I talked to another one who's the fairy sex mother, who's a sex educator. Um, she checks in as well. So I definitely feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? It's the, the illusion. You know, I'm like, God damn, be some beautiful women. Yeah. So I mean, now, if, you, if you think about it, um, for me personally, she has to aesthetically fit the tone of a woman that I would even pursue. She has to aesthetically even, she got to fit it. Cause you and I both know there are some women that even in, even in your timeline where you like, nah, I'm good. I don't even care. But there are some women that are around you that you'd be like, Ooh, bruh, bruh. Yes. I, she put not life on the line walking past me with that on. Cause I'm definitely looking. Hell yeah, man. Even when I was at college, man, I was like, you know what? Because I went to HBCU. I went to FAMU or HBCU. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm like, how in the world I graduated and men should not get anybody pregnant is a damn miracle. Because I'm like, you saw it every day. Every day. And I mean, like, but that's the thing. There's so many beautiful women all over the place that you just, you, you work through it. You always got to work through it. Um, shout out to the dog that's determined. <laughs> determined he, he, he wants to be the superstar today. He wants to be a superstar too. <laughs> yes, shout out to the dog. The dog wants to hang out with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. We got my brother Alfonso Lays in the house today. So what is it about the porn industry that made you say, I'm going to stick around in it? Because that's a, that's an extreme industry, you know? Um, the reason why I wanted to stick around, because I've been, you know, I've been in the game almost 10 years. So the reason why I wanted to be around is because it's, it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? To build your product, to have a quality product, and to have a fan base that really trusts you to, to, to come with it. They trust you enough to come with it. You ain't going to give them, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to give them a bunch of behind the scene cuts inside the scene. The message. No, no, no. We stick to the script. We go straight for 15 to 20 minutes. We keep it straight to the point. Nice, sweet, and simple. Nothing too heavy. And I mean, like, we do the sensual stuff. We do all of that. The reason why we do that is because Skinamax, Cinemax, HBO After Dark, that's what I grew up on. Yes, yes. To keep, and I've always wanted to keep my product within the realms of give me a good storyline, let me know what it is, and then y'all can get it popping. But if mm. I just cut, if I just click it on and they already at go mode, how the fuck you even get there? Like I feel that. I definitely feel that. I definitely how the feel fuck that. Did you even get to go mode. Yeah, I didn't even say you didn't even say hi. All I know is it's just jabbing you in the throat or what? What? <laughs> you know the craziest thing about even the girls that do the masturbation shit, like even the fetish shit, like 
why wouldn't you give me a storyline before you go in your car in your driveway and stab yourself to death with this dildo? Like, why wouldn't you give me a bullshit storyline? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, slam the phone. Be mad at your boyfriend. Be like, you know what? I'm about to beat this shit myself. Give me a storyline. I don't want to just click it on and you in the car. That... I'm, I'm <laughs> there going, what the fuck? Yes. They definitely, they damn sure be doing that on OnlyFans. They damn sure be doing that on the OnlyFans. I mean, like, I don't even understand it. Like, there was this one female performer who was like, "I'm twirling in my own squirt, baby girl." We know that that's that them, them, that's the that's that bubble fluid. You know the bubble fluid from when you do the thing with the bubble gun. You just mm-hmm. pour it all on the black little thing. And then oh hell no! I'm not saying no names. No names. We keeping this pi. <laughs> hey, it's it's okay. I'm like, I'm I'm here for it, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, call them out if they need to fix their shit, you know. <laughs> you know, the bad part about calling people out makes you a villain. Oh well, see, I, I but listen, I fuck with Thanos. Mm-hmm. Come on now. As much as everybody was like, oh man, it's fucked up that he thinks like that and he's a villain, tell me that his storyline didn't make sense. There's a lot of, bruh, the older you get, you realize there's a lot of villains you tend to fuck with, you know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. Vegeta was a villain until he joined up with Goku. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant was a villain for years until yep. he started winning championships. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When he was winning them with Kobe, they was the man. And then all of a sudden, everybody started hating them again. And now he's back to being, you know, oh, man, I miss Kobe. But, bro, if he was still around, y'all would hate him. If he was still playing right now, they would hate him. The Mm -hmm. one thing, I'm going to tell you the greatest part about having so much knowledge. Everybody has something to offer. And I heard this from another performer. He said, I don't go out and kick it with niggas no more. He said, because when you go out and kick it with niggas, when niggas love you, they'll kill you. Damn. If they hate you, they'll respect you. But if they love you, oh, they'll definitely kill you. Because it's the fame of making somebody a martyr. Damn, that's deep. I said, yeah, yeah so I guess that I guess that um, goes back to the saying of keep your friends close and your enemies closer. It, it kind of ties into that because realistically, your enemies might really be your friends down low. Down low. Yep. Damn. Hmm? That's that's definitely interesting. So, what is something about porn that you want people that um the newbies don't know about it? Because you see every day, you see people making the OnlyFans pages. And also, because you see the newbies popping up all the time, what's something that you wish somebody will understand about um, getting into the adult industry? It's a business. It's always going to be a business. But if you're, but and I will say this too, it's a business. It's really a business. But if you're here for the popular circle, don't worry, you won't be around long enough to even, you won't, you won't be around that long. Because you're gonna do something stupid because you aren't you're not treating it like a business, you're treating it because you're popular. And that's one of the greatest things that I, I love the most about our industry. All of the pop all of the popular stars, I won't fuck with them. Mm. Not at all. Why waste my time having a conversation that's going nowhere? That's real. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna talk to the people that are touchable, 
that are accessible. You get what I'm saying? Because yes. even at this point now in my in, in my career, I'm not as accessible as everybody thinks because I used to go to all the little events that they would have on the side and all of that. It's an occasion if I decide to step out and do that now due to the fact that creating this business, it's business. Ain't nothing personal about it. I don't even like going to fucking porn parties. I don't want to do none of that shit because now I'm too accessible to you. Yeah, so you won't even go to the war shows or none of that? Now, see, that's 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 the touching part, right? I'll go to X-Biz because it's nothing but porn stars. That's easy. I'll go to Chicago Exotica. That's close to Milwaukee. That's close to home. So I know mm -hmm. if I'm going, you know what I'm saying, I get to go home and kick it with my mom and grab her arms and squeeze her and hold her. And, you know, and my brothers are going to come to the convention with me. You know, the whole Harris gang will be with me. You know, that's cool because those are accessible places I want to be accessible mm -hmm. but there are things like just going to random events and just hoping that motherfuckers are gonna fuck with you that's not happening no more I need guaranteed stuff on paper my co-owner will even tell you if he ain't got shit in writing you might as well go ahead and throw that 1500 to a thousand to get him out there because he ain't doing shit without no guarantee nothing mm -hmm. Cause I mean, like, you're not gonna fly to Cancun to get Poon Poon if she ain't trying to give up the Poon Poon when you land in Cancun. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. And uh, you were, you were, you damn right about that. But you see, now where do you see a lot of men go wrong in the porn industry? Boo loving, boo loving, boo loving. Mm. This is business, man. Shoot your scene and go the fuck home. <laughs> Don't be up in there after y'all done shot y'all scene and you trying to rub her down and, yeah, baby, we gonna go ahead and get the fucking after this too. Nah, bro, don't do that. Shoot your scene, get your clothes on, take a shower and get the fuck out. <laughs> she probably got a whole nother scene to do and you over here trying to caress and make love. Motherfucker, didn't you do that on camera? Okay, then you don't need to do it off camera. Go your ass home. Hmm... <laughs> Oh, that, that's real. So who does it more, the, the, the women or the men? It's a mixture. It's 50-50. It's, yeah. I'll, I'll even say it's 50-50. Because if a female really fuck with a dude, like, they shoot the scene, it's good, it's cool. If she really fuck with him, she gonna try to stay around and smoke with him and then be like, well, you know, my other scene might have got canceled or, you know, my room got canceled. So can I stay here type shit? You know, they do shit like that. Mm -hmm. But I've always told people that the one thing that I've always said about this game that I think people lose in the context of my conversation is. If she did it for free with them. She going to do it for free with me. Because if she come over here looking for a fee. We got a problem. We got a motherfucking problem in Houston and the rockets ain't going off. It's bombs over Baghdad at that point. Because I yeah. feel like I've done the groundwork. I've done the respectful things. I've created brands. I've helped people build brands. You ain't going to come over here talking about some, well, I'm going to need you to book me. Baby, you shooting with a motherfucker who not only just got here, he ain't got no true following. He ain't got no fan support. 
and you doing everything under the sun with him. But when you do that, then you come over here looking for a run because I've created my own brand. Nah, we good. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that, that sketchy business right there. Then that that question that that make me question is your heart really in the game? You know what I'm saying? That's what makes me question is your heart really in it? Because if you over here doing it for free and then you get over here, you want to charge somebody, nah, that'll make me question your heart. But then, but then there's the, but that's the back tail of this thing. So we've gotten so proficient at being professional and having standards that we run folk away. Mm. They don't want to fuck, man. Look, fucking with porn bridge, you better have your nails done, your hair done, your makeup done. You better have all your paperwork in order. Better bring your ID. You better sign these 2257s. Better sign this NDA. And 90% of these female talents will go, Oh, no, that's too much. Nah, I just want him to set the, you know, the cell phone up on the tripod and I just suck some dick. No, 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 no. We bringing cameras in. I got a female videographer, photographer. I got a whole team to make sure that you're safe. I got a female co-owner on deck so she can be right there saying, are you okay? Is everything cool? Because I don't want a lot of niggas on set. Because if a female steps on set and it's a lot of niggas, then she's weary. You know what I'm saying? Because she might feel like, you know, we going to try some old crazy shit. But having a female there brings a comfort level because there's a woman on deck. A lot of other performers don't have a female co-owner that's co-owning the company. When the male owner turns into a talent, she turns into the talent manager and runs everything while he's performing and doing his job. It's a difference. We've mm. created something so pure that they don't like it because you can't bullshit a bullshit. And you can't gift the gab a motherfucker who was born with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you can you just can't talk your way out of it, you know? Oh no, but you can't, you can't, you can't throw the bobo not over here. And we, you know, we're very, very specific in what we do because I don't want you drinking on my set. I don't want you smoking on my set. I don't want you popping e, snorting coke. I don't want none of that shit. You better come ready to work. Because you ain't gonna go to your regular job fucked up trying to get an interview. You gonna go correct, dressed right, and ready to work. This is a job. Treat it as such. That's real. That is so real. So, what, what was the steps to what? At what point did you say your career? I want to do this shit on my own, you know, instead of always having to go to the studio. Because I know at some point you were like, I want to own this shit myself. What experience? made you say, I want to just have a studio of my own. Dealing with another male videographer and I approached him one day and I said, yo, bro, you know what I'm saying? I've been coming out of pocket for production and all this shit and I've been, you know what I'm saying? And you know what he told me? What my camera you? is my footage. I said, what'd you say? He said, my camera, my footage. I said, yeah, but I was paying the female talent. Yeah, but you didn't pay me. So my camera, my footage. Okay, we're done. We're we're done. You don't we ain't even gotta talk. Ain't no beef, no hate, no nothing. We're done. Mm. Six months later, Porn Bread Incorporated was created with my idea and with my co-owner saying, You already had your own brand because I already had a clothing line before Porn Bread Incorporated's clothing line. I had already had that. So she was like, Well, bro, why don't you just flip it? You already do. You already shooting the shit as Alfonso by yourself. Why don't you just create your own fucking company and just run it the way you've been running it and let me, you know, co-own and back you up. So when females start acting stupid, I'll talk to them directly. 
fuck it. We can do it. It's done. Mm. That's real. That's amazing. So, so, um, so do you just shoot yourself or do you shoot everybody else? Does any, can anybody come up to your studio? Assuming they got the paperwork right and stuff. I mean, if you got your bread right, your paperwork right, I'll shoot it for you. I'll literally get behind the camera and shoot your scene. Mm. Because I know what fans are looking for. I know what performers are trying to, the vision, I know it. Because I'm a performer. I know the vision I want to give my fans. So I know your vision. Let's shoot it. And I'll be right there behind the camera because we have our own foot. We have our own cameras. We have a DJI, you know, the little drone, little joint. We have our own stuff. Mm. We can do this on our own. I mean, we we pretty much built a solid brand. I mean, we're in season 10 of Cornbread Incorporated. That's, yeah. that's a lot because we started uh, about a year ago. We started in 22, putting out our mini series. We're in season 10. Last year in December, right before January, we were in season six. It's six episodes every season. I mean, every season, six episodes. And in between that, we drop a movie. Mm. And those are three to four scenes. That's a lot of footage, bro. Yeah, y'all putting in that work. Man, that's amazing. That is definitely amazing to hear y'all putting in that work. So what is what are some things that um you learned in the porn industry that can help some a man us men that are not in the porn industry improve in the bedroom? Breathe. Breathing. Breathing. Breathing techniques. Stop trying to pump like you know what I'm saying, Roger Rabbit to death a chick because you think pound town is the greatest shit. Not every chick is in the pound town, man. And not every fan want to see you just run them. You don't have to run the gauntlet, man. Sometimes they want more. They want to actually see intercourse. They want to actually see the come shot. They, there are things that you put in place to make a scene 10 times better. You ain't got to burn her out in five minutes. That's that's a short ass scene. 90% of motherfuckers after they get off work, we know it takes about three minutes, five seconds to get the nut, but at least we want to see the bitch get some work. We want to yeah. see the work go down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we want to see the work. We want to see the foreplay, you know what I'm saying? And, I, I've, and I've heard from a lot of women that a lot of men skip the foreplay. I don't know why, but... Well, because they just trying to smash, bro. It ain't about the female. It's about smashing, bro. They, oh, man, shit, she bad. Let me go ahead and smack. Mm. Bro, where's the sensual effect? She has to get something out of this outside of wet pussy and some dick. Yeah, she got to get hers because I hear, like I said, from what I've heard is I heard it's a like hard for like a lot of women to get there. Get theirs, you know. Yeah, well, that's because they're 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 either inebriated, they focus ain't in, and they only there just to get the quick money. It's a lot of variables to that. I mean, like. When I book my studio sessions, I know I got two hours to knock out two songs. I am going to make these motherfucking songs hot no matter what. So in a female's mind, when it comes to porn, she's there for this amount of time and you better get your nut. Mm -hmm. Now, if she get hers, all fine and dandy. It was worth it. But if not, she got paid for it, so it doesn't matter. Mm. That's what's up for some of them females, but 
Do you ever have a scene where a woman, like, say she don't get hers, she's just like, hey, can I just, you know, rub it out or uh, play with the toys? Oh, I take my time. I ain't about that Russian shit. For what? I got damn near 20 minutes. I know what I got to do. I know what positions need to happen. I know you need this amount of time to get yours. I need this amount of time to get mine. I know we need this position, this position, this position. And I know we need a pop shot. I'm going to create the environment so that you're comfortable enough to relax yourself and not be stressed. So you can go ahead and get your shit off. Wow, that's real. You know, I think a lot of men need to listen up and just make an environment for the women to be comfortable, you know. They don't care. Listen, listen, bro. These niggas don't care. Some of the hottest niggas in our industry don't care. They don't. They got baby arms for dicks, and they don't care. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Oh, damn, that's small. Shit. You know what I'm saying? They got a whole baby arm sitting down there swinging. They don't give a fuck. They just trying to smash and get the fuck on. Mm. That's the concept. But for me, I want you to be so comfortable that you say, I love working with Pornbread Incorporated and Alfonso due to the fact that he was not only respectful, but the environment was so good that I'd come back anytime. Mm. That's real. That's amazing. Now, have you um, ventured out to shooting any girl-on-girl scenes? Yeah, I've shot some girl-on-girl stuff. Mm. I mean, it was all right. I mean, I damn near wanted to jump in. I ain't like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, mean, God, I might need dick in between this motherfucker right here. <laughs> so how do you keep your composure when you're shooting a scene like that? Or shooting a scene, period? Because, you know, some some guys, they might want to get in on it, you know what I'm saying, run a train or something like that. Honest about just rolling through a set, you have to place yourself in the set and in that time. You have to place yourself there and say, this is what I'm here for. Mm. I'm not just here to be smashing, oh, girl, you know what I mean? I'm here because this is the business. See, a lot of people don't think about it as this is the business. They think about it as, man, I'm going to smack. And that's where they make their biggest mistakes. I mean, I've been on set where a dude popped in five minutes. She she ain't even finished the blowjob yet. And this motherfucker, bro, you good? Shit. Damn, she Damn, she was putting on that good. I mean, you got to be in the moment, but you also have to be professional. You have to understand what gets you there and what doesn't and how to control yourself within this whole environment. You got to know how to control yourself because everybody's in so much of a rush. It's so eager. Everybody's eager. If you take your time and you do it the way it needs to be done within a professional manner, you'll get a product that's worth people's time. Mm. But if not, you get that rushed product, it don't look good, didn't get no good angles, and it's like, ah, whatever. Because the people that's buying it ain't buying it for you. They buying it because she was serving your motherfucking ass. <laughs> Hell yeah, that, that's, bas- that's basically what it is. Dude. She was definitely putting it down, you know what I'm saying? So what are some, what are some different, now if you're in that situation, what's the techniques that just, besides breathing, is it just 
find a way to make yourself relax to keep yourself from getting there too soon. You got to be in a mental space to know that this is what you do. If you're in a mental space to know that this is what you do, you can perform anything. I mean, because I'll tell you, the dick is a muscle. That's what it is. It's a muscle. It's just muscle memory. After so many amounts of time, you know your body. You know what you can. You know what you can't. It's all about muscle memory. And it's all about having that mind and that focus and clearing that space. Because you're in the moment. Clear the space, man, and just get it done. Get it done the right way. Yes. Clear the space and get it done the right way. You know what I'm saying? That that's definitely real. Um, now I know you've seen people um on social media like coming up with the different things, different supplements to like help you um last. So I trash. It's all trash. That's that's literally what it is. It's all trash. These supplements, after so many times of taking these supplements, they um, your body absorbs it and your body gets used to the supplement. And then once that stops working, what do you do then? Then you jammed up because it's just part of it. Then you're in a sticky situation. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, for me personally, um, always have some water on set. I always have some mandarin oranges on set and um yeah it'll help replenish you and you just keep it natural you don't have to really push yourself in supplements because supplements absorb so fast into the body you know that's just part of it the supplements they just do so much to you and they take away from your performance after a long time of using them so yeah that's that's one of those things i think i lost them Hopefully he'll come back. But as far as the music goes for all of the people that are watching, uh, the album Alfonso Lays the Crown is going to be coming out soon. Um, I got some singles coming out. I'm working on some videos. If y'all want to go to the YouTube channel, the YouTube channel is at O-D-U-B-B-Y 33 on YouTube. That's where you'll be able to find all of the music. You'll be able to get into the music. You'll be able to see the videos. You know, we just recently shot uh, Crown slash Cap Shit. We've shot Do It Major. We just shot White on White. We've shot Kingpin Music. Um, I Ain't Fucking With You is out right now. Um, a Million is about to get ready to drop soon. It's It's... Man, it's been a blessing to be able to do what we do, not only as performers, but as a company. And to have a co-owner like, you know, Unique Leo is pretty dope. It just makes things easier for transitioning and doing business. It just makes things so much easier. So I would say for all of you male talent out there, you know, if you got a brand and you really want to push your brand, everything should be about your brand. Every product should be about your brand. Every promotion should be about your brand. Everything you do should have something to do with your brand. Don't shy away from being loud and proud about your brand. Never shy away from being loud and proud about your brand. Because your brand is you. You are the product. And if they don't like that, so what? It's your brand. It's your product. It's your LLC. You've worked hard for it. 
you know, consistently put it out there and put it in their face. That's the big thing I can say to all of the people out there that, you know, want to create their own lane and want to have their own product. I mean, like, you are the brand. You have to live in that moment to be the brand. That's that's the realest thing I can tell you about, you know, just marketing yourself in general. That's <laughs> That's a big step. Big step. guess I can wait for him to come back home. <laughs> yeah, my bad, bro. Um, I have to go back and edit this shit, but um, there's a lot of people. Um, somebody knocked out our internet. We good, but. All right. Um, the question I was about to ask you before the internet got knocked out was, uh, what do you think of the supplements and stuff and the things that people are talking about you need to incorporate into your diet to make the sex better? Well, I mean, like after taking them for so long, I mean, your body gets used to it, just like anything you do for a longer amount of time. The potency isn't the same from when you first started it. It just mm -hmm. lowers the potency to a point where now you're taking double the supplement. You're not taking just one. You're taking two. And then sometimes you, you fuck, I got to go get a no. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it, it gets it gets a little bit heavy. So I tell people all the time, just be careful, man. I mean, have fun with it, but be careful. Yeah, because I've seen people bragging all the time about, oh, I'm gonna go get me one of them gas station pills and stuff, and go go to ham. I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah, they're not always good for the body, man. Sometimes they give you massive headaches, um, and they can cause aneurysms and stuff like that. So. You got to be careful when you play with things like that. Yeah, I would definitely say you definitely got to be careful. And plus, a lot of people, there are a lot of natural ways that where you can get the job done, you know what I'm saying? Like eating certain fruits and veggies and stuff. But yeah, man. Like for me, uh, I do water and mandarin oranges. And I always like, you know, I do the, I do the uh, energy boost of V8s. Like mm -hmm. the grapes and the glaciers and all of that. I do those. And I always keep Powerade or Gatorade on set because, you know, it, it helps replenish your electro electrolytes and it gets you back to where you, you know what I'm saying, where you've ran yourself out a little bit. Mm. That, that's definitely smart thinking instead of always quick to popping the pills and stuff because I, I said, you said the best, the side effects will get to you, you know. And that's something that will definitely scare someone away, you know. And plus, your body does build a natural immune immune system to that, you know. Yeah, it, it does. So you just have to protect yourself. And, I mean, believe in your own abilities. Nine times out of ten, it's a placebo. You have to mentally believe in your own abilities. If you say, yo, like, like, I mean, shit, look at LeBron. He believes in his abilities so goddamn much that this dude is in season 21. Yes. He believes in his abilities. He believes that he put the work in. It's about putting the work in. It's about knowing your body. It's about the work. Everybody, like I said, it's a microwave era. Nobody wants to work for it. They want it now. And you can't have it now if you don't work for it. Yes. And plus, and if you get it now, it ain't going to last long. You know oh, no. You're going to bury that shit in three months. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Because they say what comes fast ain't always good for you. Oh, no. What comes fast always goes just as fast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that just they just don't realize that. I mean, it takes time. I mean, 
you have to be seasoned enough and mature enough to understand that because people don't understand you already had 90% of the things that you want. You've already had it at least one time, one time you've had, it. and all you're trying to do is either get it again or maintain what you do have. It's, it's that simple. Cause I yeah. mean, come on now. You done had the car that you wanted. You done had this sitting on things. You done had a dunk that was just crazy <laughs> at one point in time with the yeah. boys on it. And then, when it yeah. and then when you ended up losing it, you said, Fuck, you know what? I can get it again. I can get yeah, oh yeah. I oh I can get it again. Because you're gonna you're gonna work yourself back into a position to get what you lost. I mean, mm-hmm. life is all about wins and losses, and it's all about making plays. Make the right plays. You not not always gonna make the right play, but if you consistently keep making plays, you're gonna mm-hmm. find a way to get back to what you have or either maintain what you already got. Yes, that's real. That is so real. You are definitely going to get back to it if you stay on it because it, it definitely trusts the wins and losses. Them L's, they will definitely question, make you question your your abilities and stuff. Like, Well, I mean, you got to think about some L's. Some L's taught you the greatest lesson that you've ever learned because that L wasn't just about losing. That L was the journey to get to the actual win. You had to go through the journey of that L to get to that W. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think a lot of people, they fail to realize the journey. And I've heard a lot of rich people say when they got to the point where they had it all, they felt like they had nothing. I guess a lot of people lose focus of the journey. Yeah, because the journey is the greatest part. I mean, like, even with me working on this new album, man, and, you know, this is album number six for me. You know what I'm saying? I got five albums already out. You know, I got Kingpin Music. I got The Professional. I got Portraits of a Kingpin. I got Royalty Ghost. And then I have Memoirs of a Hustler. Alfonso Lays the Crown is album number six. That's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. That is some dope work, you know, seeing putting on. So talk about this new album and when is it dropping? So the new album drops January 30th, 2024. Um, it's about 12 tracks. It's some anthems on there. It's some pimping on there. You know, you know, I mean, I'm a Midwest cat, so you know, I can't put a little pimping on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's some vibe on there. You know what I'm saying? Like isolation is one of my favorite songs. I've had isolation done for almost a year and I ain't even ready to release it because I be vibing to the joint. I'll be sitting back like, yo, this shit crazy. <laughs> yeah. you know That's how it be. A lot of artists and a lot of people don't understand this. A lot of us artists, we got plenty of music that we could drop right now. But it doesn't fit the timeline of music that we want to put to construct this album. I already have three albums done, like literally. As far as music goes, I have three albums on the table. Mm. But to configure the album of Alfonso Lays the Crown the way I want to, I got to put the right pieces in the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the right pieces in the puzzle or either you're going to lose, you're going to lose it, you're going to miss it. So, yeah. vibing to the album is crazy cuz I literally the whole album plays all the way through. It's it's nuts. I got porn star features on the album. I got porn star slash interview features on the album. This is a fucking bomb. When I say this shit it'll explode cuz you'll hear it and be like, "Yo, 
so fucking crazy. He got this. He got this. I mean, that Big Body Bubble Part 3 is a fucking anthem, man. When I say mm. that, <laughs> bro, when I be, listen, when I let the folks hear it at the job, they be like, bro, when are you dropping? And I be like, I ain't no time soon. And they like, bro, that's the anthem. I don't even want to drop in the first quarter, honestly. I want to hold the album out until August, cause or or no, not August. I want to hold the album out until May just for the anthem, because Big Body Bubble Part 3 is going to be the summer anthem. I know it. <laughs> That's smart thinking. The, the shit is that crazy. I mean, like, when the beat come on, it's like, don't, don't, do 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 And you're like, yo, this shit. <laughs> it, it, it's it's that good. I mean, like cap shit is on there, and the video for Crown slash Cap shit is on my YouTube. Uh, Kingpin music videos on my YouTube. Do it majors on my YouTube. Why don't White is on my YouTube, bro? I got video videos. I'm talking about Race Against Time is on there. It's so many dope ass videos. I mean, I even yeah. got a record deal on the table. I got like three. I got three record deals on the table right now, and I'm not taking none one of them. Not one. Listen, I done heard some fucked up things about the music industry. I hope you leave them they them deals right there on the table, man. Because listen, man. Listen. I, I heard everything they invest into you, they're gonna try to they're gonna do everything they can to recoup it. Listen, I'm gonna tell you the craziest thing. I have a million dollar deal on the table. The advancement for that million dollar deal is four hundred thousand, which is cool. I could buy a house, you know, I could buy this, I could buy that. But the craziest part about it is, let me take that advancement. I come out, you know, they push me to the public. They make me famous as far as fame goes, as far as face recognition, right? Mm -hmm. They'll recoup their 400000 that they just gave me, recoup all the rest of the money, millions or whatever it's going to be from streaming and all of that, right? And then they'll advance me another 400000 and then I'm going to still owe that back. So, no, nah, I'm cool, bro. I'm good. I, I'm good. I am good. I'd rather be a gentleman, calm, cool, with great composure, living the life I want to live, have the privacy I want to have, and put out the music that I want without sacrificing my creativity than letting you get your hands on it and turn it into something totally different and use and abuse me and put me in million dollars of debt. I'm just not... Nope, I'm cool. I'm good. Yeah. And on top of that, and some of them deals, they be trying to take your masters from you, man. They making the money off of your masters. They feed their family off your masters. And meanwhile, your masters should be with you, not with them. Yeah, and, and that and that was the big thing for me. I mean, like, even when we were having our conversations, you know, we were back and forth. We were, you know, sending messages and you know, we had one phone conversation, and the whole context of the conversation was we'll buy all your albums from you. And my response was, put a hundred mil on the table, we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be gangster about this shit. You want yeah, it? yeah, you know what I'm you, saying? You she want is. my blood, sweat, and tears? You want my hard work, my emotions, my stress, my pain, my efforts, my love, my adversity, my challenges. You want all of that because it's in the music. You want it, drop a hundred mil. And I still want my master's in publishing. You can give, the, give me the 100 mil. I'll let you use it all day. You can collect your bullshit royalties, but I still want my master's in publishing. That's it. <laughs> and you know the response is going to be, a what? 
Nah, we good. Nah. <laughs> Hell yeah, then. Nah. Yeah, uh, uh, you course. said a what? You said you said a you said a ball, a whole a, a whole ball, huh? A whole hundred meal. Nah, ain't uh, nope. Hell no, because they know once I get that hundred meal, and I keep my masters in publishing, that that hundred meal they're gonna recop. But then it's a ninety-five-five distribution, because now I'm getting the ninety-five percent. They collecting the five. Now they're collecting my money from me. I don't care about you taking five percent to collect my money. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got the game figured out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 And know. I mean, like, I go hard for this. You know what I'm saying? I go hard for the brothers dynasty, the Harris gang. I go hard for my brothers, man. And you know, it's three of us. It was, it's actually five of us, but you know, from my mother's kids, it's me, my older brother and my younger brother. I go hard for that team. You know what I'm saying? I'm from a family tree of three. You know what I'm saying? I got three kids. My mom raised her three boys. I got three. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's written in the book. You got to be ready for it. So a lot of people will never understand that when you have true love and true belief in who you are and your capabilities and how hard you've worked, nothing can stop you because you are the coldest of all time. You, you ice cold. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about necklace ice cold. I'm talking about the Harris Spangley gang ring ice cold. You're that ice cold. They can't chill you. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's a fact that's it, it's, it's about it's about the belief man it's about having that true belief in yourself and a lot of people are very insecure they're very insecure about following influencers following celebrities you know what i'm saying you're 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 looking at a depicted life and trying to measure your life up to the people that are putting on a pedestal in front of you instead of looking at what's in front of you yourself yep that's a damn show fact right there. That's that's a major fact. They want you, they want you to be miserable because you ain't there instead of just enjoying your journey and working on becoming and bettering yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've met celebrities. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the rooms with the Kanye's and all of that. You know, them people put their pants on one leg at a time, just like me. What's the difference? Except for a value of currency. Mm -hmm. they, that's the only difference, the value of currency and how people view them. At the end of the day, we all humans and we all the same. It's just others have ambition and optimism and others just follow. Yeah, that's that's fact, man. They spend their whole life following instead of going hard for their vision and going hard for what it is they want. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's that's the reason why having you know, Porn Bread Incorporated and being Lewis Harris, the model and being O.W. the rapper and being a father and being a cheer dad and going to cheer competitions and standing there cheering my daughters on. All of these things are in one person because there ain't a hat in the building I can't put on. I might That's not be amazing. able to fit all these goddamn shoes around here, <laughs> but there's mm -hmm. not a hat I can't put on. Hell yeah. Trust me, I know how that feels because I'm a one-man recruit my damn self, you know what I'm saying? So I know how to put on multiple hats, so I definitely feel you on that. What's the one thing you want people to remember about you when all is said and done? That he was the truth. 
and that he was either the best of all time or he was the coldest of all time. But with for my kids, for my kids though, I'm the goat. <laughs> I'm gonna always be the goat when it comes to the kids. I'm gonna be the goat. But as far as the outside view of you know just the general pop, I just want them to know I'm the coldest man, and that I believe, and I've never stopped believing that there ain't nothing you can't achieve without hard work. That's a fact. That's. Uh, that's a damn show sure fact. Uh, Alfonso, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for making this happen. I, I appreciate you. Blessing the liquor talk with your presence. Hey, man, next time I'm in Virginia, you might have to give me a tour of the studio and never know my talk. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with doing the live show at the studio for you, man. Hey, let's do it. Hey. Let's do it. Hey, we got to, man. We got to, man. We definitely got to, you know. Now, I don't know about upcoming because it's about to get cold in Virginia, and I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I will be um, I will be coming down to Florida. Uh, it'll be uh, next year sometime, but we'll stay in contact. And um, while I'm down there for XBiz, I mean, shoot, we can set it up. We can do a live interview right, right on the flow. We can do the live thing right on the red carpet. Let's get it. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> that, hey, yeah, we just gotta stay up, man. We, I'm, I'm definitely with it, man. You got a partner in Florida, man. So we definitely gotta stay up. I definitely appreciate you. And where can the people find you at if they want to get in touch with you? They can find me at um, pornbread.com. Well, it's pornbreadinc.com. They can find me there. They can um, also find my co-owner at Unique Promotions at gmail.com they can find both of us at pornbreadinc at gmail.com if they want to you know what i'm saying find me on twitter it's alfonso lays they can just look it up on in google and they'll be able to find all of the things that attach to me now if you're looking for unique leo and also my co-company co-owner and all if you're looking for her you just look up unique promotions or you look up Unique Leo and you can find her because, like I said, she not only co-owns my company and I co-own her company. When I am the talent, she's the manager. Y'all need to get in contact and make this thing happen. Yeah, that's real. Also, shout out to her as well. She definitely stayed in touch. You know, I definitely appreciate that as well. So, hey, but um, once again, I appreciate you all. I definitely appreciate all the listeners and subscribers checking out this episode of Liquor Talk. Until next time. Stay poured up and keep pushing, y'all. We out this thing. Peace. Salute. Mm -hmm.